0: From deep in the heart of Texas, it's time to chain fires from freedom, with another episode of the Clover Tack Podcast. Listen in as we have a conversation with people from the firearm industry and community. Are you ready for the show? We are too. Let's go. What's up crew? Welcome to another CloverTech podcast. It is September the 14th, 2023. This one powered by, of course, our friends over at Monster Tactical. We'll talk about uh, them a uh, more here in just a minute. Uh, we've got the Gun Snob. Going to be a great show. Got the Gun Snob waiting back in the uh, green room. Going to bring him in. Have a pretty neat conversation. And uh, everybody that's out there, whether you're filing in live, whether you're in replay, Uh, you can participate in that conversation as well out there in the chat uh questions what have you let's just let's have a good time uh keep it clean keep it on point all that good stuff but let's have a good time if you are in replay uh, you can always participate in the comments down below uh speaking of those that are joining the live chat and uh, watch the content and support the content whether you're patreon patrons or youtube channel members yeah there's links down below where you can do that Yeah. Big thanks to uh, to those folks, of course, for the support. Uh, and uh, hopefully with all the, uh, I don't know, preview content behind the scenes and other things, we keep those folks happy. But if you want to check out all that, again, uh, links down below. Uh, very happy to be a member of the Firearms Radio Network. So, you know, if you are catching this in replay, odds uh, are you're in the audio world somewhere. And maybe check out the uh, Firearms Radio Network and the audio world over there all the great, uh, cool podcasts. So uh, with that, we are powered by Monster Tactical. So take a quick minute uh, and just talk about their stuff from the LPVOs to the regular scopes to the red dots, the prism sites, to all kinds of cool things. And um, got right over there a a, a cyborg, what they call the cyborg, which is their prism. Uh, And it's really cool. It's a red dot, got a really neat etched reticle in it. Uh, So if you're talking your big boy uh, pistols or, you know, maybe your carbines or something like that, uh, that could be a really great option, I think, for you. Uh, And then if not, if you're used to that traditional scope, uh, they've got everything, I believe, from a 1 to 10 by 24 power LPVO um, all the way down, I think, to a 1.4. I could be wrong, but I know for a fact that they have uh, the 1 to 6, the 1 to 8, and the 1 to 10. Uh, and uh, got a couple of those sitting right there behind me. As a matter of fact, got to get those on some uh, some carbines, some rifles here before too long. So uh, if you do hop over and you check out uh, everything from Mostrom Tactical, hey, tell them you heard about it on this podcast. Tell them we said uh, we said hi and tell them we said thank you. Uh, so with that let's get uh, the gun snob in the house. What's happening, man?
1: Yo, what's up?
0: I know what's happening because it's not like we don't talk every single day. But
1: yeah, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> We're gonna live in a dream.
0: Yeah, yeah. So give your elevator speech, man. There's uh, there's got to be at least one or two people out there that don't know who you are. So um, t- take take a minute. We all know you're from Oklahoma. Uh, I'm just
1: a redneck from Oklahoma, but slightly less of a redneck than Clover because I'm in Texas, East Texas, especially.
0: This
1: is true. This but, is true. Uh, yeah, I'm a, by trade, I'm a contractor and raise cattle and do YouTube stuff.
0: And just in case nobody knows who you are, you've got a sign behind you that tells everybody who yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, so.
1: Amazon Vine special, you
0: know. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: It lights up, but it washes out the camera if I turn it on.
0: I was curious if it lit up because I was looking at it going, does it light up? but yeah i hear what you're saying yeah i've got a lamp back there i've been playing around with some leds and some other things in my background and it gets weird when they they come on oh wow it's all yeah yeah, yeah it's that, a little it doesn't work real good with the, that don't work real good it would do better if the letters lit up Mm-hmm. yeah But you know what do you? Expect? I thought it was
1: gonna be I thought it was gonna be way cooler than it was, but you know. What was,
0: do you expect from Amazon Chinesium stuff, mm-hmm. right? Not only not only do the red dot optics from Amazon Chinesium companies suck, obviously their signs there suck too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, what uh, have you been up to lately? I mean other than what i already know about like you had to crank out some content here for too long i'm kind of jealous about that because we've been we have been working on the amazon side yeah. pretty heavy the last few months and i've uh, a lot
1: of work into that since the end of august
0: whew, i know i know we have um i've got like i said you've had some success with getting some videos out i haven't had any yet hopefully in the next few days i can jump on that but uh what have you What have you cranked out lately? Anything uh, folks need to go check um, out?
1: Uh, I put out a oh lord, a bunch of stuff. A new Swamp Fox Raider. No, what is that? Oh, I did my little. Uh, that's their little prism sight, and I did a aim point duty RDS. Oh, I did my LFA 308 Hunter, which is their AR-10, their higher end line AR-10. It's a heck of a big rifle. If you don't now mind had that one.
0: You've had that for a while, haven't you? Yeah, I've had
1: it for a while. I just been been busy, slow getting the video out on it. But that's a sweet rifle.
0: But I've you've been shooting it. it. Since
1: a, I think, yeah, I've technically had it a year, but I didn't get it for some of that time because I still borrowed it to go to some shows with. Ah. And didn't engrave my name on it and all that. So.
0: Right. Right. So when y'all and went I down. I was just gonna say, so when y'all went down to the fishing trip, did uh is that when you kind of got yours, but then yeah, you yeah, they built home, them for basically? us
1: there. Yeah, they built them for us there, and then we went hog hunting with them, all that, and then then they kept them for a few shows and engraved our name because they were going to grave our channel logos and stuff and oh, them on them. Oh, you got thing. all
0: you got all crazy. Okay, okay. Anyway, what were you uh what were you gonna say? we oh, I, I
1: did a little. I just did a little fun video the other day, making fun of people like you, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: you did. Yeah, you did. You got a lot of room to talk, so yeah. I will allow it, you know. Uh, you, you and Chase from EAA, I think, are um, the only, I think we all kind of speak the same dialect, so to speak. <laughs> uh, we can actually understand each other.
1: Yeah, except for Chase um, is an yeah. Alabama redneck, and nobody likes them. Well,
0: it depends on I guess it depends on which football team you root for. I think that's the thing in Alabama, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Chase and uh, uh, the next... ones that you can you can say Alabama around Chase. He's not one that has to scream roll tight every time you say it. So Well that's this is say.
0: true. This is true. They go at her out there. She says uh put some plexiglass over the sign, put some window film over the pane, uh, should cut out some of the glare. That's yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that.
1: Hmm. I that's wonder if you that's what I'm going to go
0: to. Yeah, it costs more for the plexiglass than he <laughs> paid for the sign. So just throw the sign out the back door. Be about what you need to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I'm
0: curious about you, and I've been curious about this for a while. So your backdrop back there. Uh, by the way, what do you think about mine? Yeah, looks you, good. Got, you got to All see that rack. That's a vine rack, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I, actually, Almost that's two. That's I two don't vine racks. Any, I don't have any walls left. So. Well, this is true. Uh, but yeah, that's two. Thankfully, they two different comp two different companies. If you catch my drift, I <laughs> put those up, uh, and I'm like, well, heck, I going to get both. That's 24 guns, man. Why not? Uh, and I'm not touching them, YouTube. I'm not touching them. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it. Yeah, those were they went up pretty easy. Uh, I need to get those for anybody out there watching, anybody listening, especially if you're in uh, uh, audio replay. What I'm talking about is these uh, gun racks on the wall, and they're um, supposed to be 12 uh, 12 gun sections, two setups, uh, 12 guns apiece. Uh, And like I said, I've got two, and they're strung out all in one long row of 24, so um, they went up pretty easy. I, I was, But, man, everything else in here, now you're used to it with all the contracting and other stuff, but my God uh building the counters in here and i'm still not done i mean i'm the the patreon patrons and the youtube channel members by the way with the behind the scenes that i do for those guys they're going to get they're going to get some behind the scenes in here probably in the next few days there's a few little tweaks i want to make for i'm comfortable even showing it to those folks but uh kind of give you an idea of what i've been i've been working on uh in the last uh i don't know what what's it been two weeks now good lord i don't even know
1: it's
0: been quite a while since you started mentioning that yeah yeah but i tell you my biggest hurdle and since we we talked vine a little bit um one of my biggest hurdles. i was so frustrated the other day i got everything this is like a 20 by 20 room it's a huge room um but i got to a certain point that all the freaking amazon by bo- the mountain of amazon boxes right I told my wife i said. I'm frustrated she's like what's going on and i'm like i can't do anything else for the pile of the mountain the <laughs> amazon boxes in there like i'm trying to work around it and i'm slipping over them and literally breaking my neck and and she's like why don't you just throw them out in the gazebo and of course this rained all day today so hopefully they'll lift the burn man uh and i can get some amazon boxes burned but oh my god i don't know if uh you suffer from that issue or not
1: but that yeah. uh well i mean i have I'm just looking over here. I've got a pile of stuff that I've been doing because I've been doing Amazon videos and all that stuff. And it's just piled up. I got to do something with it. I need to have a yard yeah. giveaway or something.
0: Well, the Amazon stuff is one thing, the boxes are something totally different. That's one cool thing about here. And again, when I get ready to show it off, everybody will understand. But I've got um, cleaned out the storage building when I closed the shop down years ago. I moved a lot of the shelving and the other stuff like that into a storage building uh and i went and cleaned that sucker out and so i've got all the shelving that i had in the back room of my uh of my shop so i've got plenty of room to stack stuff Uh, let's see we had and what's up to everybody out there by the way if you got questions i mean it's 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 snobbing me here so this is just a, a hanging out episode, probably more than anything. So uh, help us drive the conversation and, and what have you. Uh, Defense Dad says, as Clover tried to say, he's got a nice rack. I didn't think it was that kind of a show. Uh, I got two nice racks. Yes, yes. Get your mind out of the gutter. But uh, for those that are in audio replay, they do look quite impressive. That's all I got to say. Uh, and for the record trying to think how many shotguns do i got up there out of 24 guns in the live chat real quick throw it out there how many shotguns you think is in that 24 gun rack how many do you think there are snob you can't cheat don't look at the, don't look at the picture
1: well, i'm just looking trying to figure i don't think i don't i don't think there's,
0: i don't think I don't there's any, any in there's frame. frame i don't think there's any in frame they're on this end all the shotguns are on one end
1: i'm going six
0: okay okay Okay, we'll see what the chat says out there. How many shot? Twenty-four gun rack. How many
1: shotguns are in there? So, uh, what are you using on your pegboard to hang your pistol? I see the are they just rubber coated pegs or?
0: They are plastic. They're duran or no? What are they? What are what? Um, dang it! I can't think. Some type of a plastic. Some type of a polymer. That's all I can tell you. Um, and they're not a um. They're not a hook. They're like a two inch, yeah, and so. they got that. They got that little angle at the end. Um, and so that's what I was using my. What I wanted to do, quite honestly, because right over here, I don't know if you can even see it, and yeah, you can see it in the frame. Right here's my 3D printer. That uh, it took three years to finally buy and get in and then it's i've had it for heck you probably know i've had it for what a year <laughs> you have a long time Or right, so i think close to a year i think january or something february, january or february would be a year um and it's still obviously not set up now that being said that's pretty much where it's going to be set up once it is but uh and then i got a box right down there of all kind of accessories for it and other things but anyway my goal reason i brought the 3d printer what I originally was going to do was build hooks and I may still build some custom hooks, like specifically for hanging, handguns. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, those were Amazon, like 50 of them for, I don't know, 12 bucks or (laughs) something. Um, It was just figuring out how to hang them was the biggest thing Uh, where they were about halfway symmetrical because that drives me up Mm -hmm. the wall. Like the barrels have to be like, as long as the barrels in one row are kind of all, Spaced barely evenly apart, I'm okay. But good lord, uh, defense that out there, the shotgun count. He says eighteen, and then we got uh, Chicago Mike says twelve. Y'all are both off. Snob was the closest. Uh, you said six, right? Yeah. There is eight. No,
1: oh, I almost said eight actually, but I was trying to count how many were behind you and figure out how much. There space is
0: eight. You you now. There's eight. How many ARs are there? One, two, three, four, five, six. Good Lord, there's six ARs. So, uh, yeah, see, it's not all FUD in here. But I got a whole row of twenty twos back there and a whole row of revolvers. So, And I think every gun on that is metal. I don't think there's a polymer one on there. There's not. Everything on there is metal frame have to start calling me Yankee Marshall. I don't have enough expensive guns for that though. It's the only, only yeah. thing with that that dude, man. He's got a lot of money on that wall behind him. Holy Moses. I'm too poor yeah. for all that. Like tens of thousands of dollars, literally. And you've got a BB gun up there, probably or
1: no, those are those are these are fancy. These are really fancy. This one I had to glue back together because I dropped and broke it. But those are Hobby Lobby specials. Oh, are they?
0: Do yeah. they have a? Do they, have, do they even have a backside, or are they just the no? They're just they're cut in half. They're, just they're cut just in quiet. half or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They look real. I mean, so yeah. uh,
1: that they're works. This one All I right. dropped it like right as soon as I built this wall, I got my wife and bought me this one Hobby Lobby, and I dropped it and shattered. Uh-huh. It. Um, can't really see.
0: We had a really cool set of lamps from Hobby Lobby that were that were three. Three lever action rifles, crisscrossed, and then the lamp post, of course, coming through the middle with the lampshade. Um, And I don't even know at this point where those are at. Uh, I would love to at least find one and replace that little goofy lamp behind me uh, with one of those because they were cool. But they were the weirdest thing. So they were cast. Probably something like those, right? Some type of a... Yeah,
1: these are some kind of cast. It's almost like a ceramic. Yeah.
0: or something some type of ceramic almost or something but anyway these were not only were they cast but like the up to the action was one piece and then from that point to the end of the barrel was another piece and they were like epoxied together and like over time you go to move it and like the top part it just fall off or you know what i mean and uh, i think it was the top part because i think the bottom parts were the post or whatever attached but um Yeah, they eventually freaking fell apart. And I I hated it because they were such cool lamps.
1: Yeah, some of that stuff's not the the greatest quality. Looks
0: good, but... To dad, he says, I heard Snob's looking for a a showcase stand for his outdoor. (laughs) You can use a knife stand for that. There's one of those on Vine right now, by the way. There's a knife stand. It would be
1: perfect for that. All I need for it is just a little, you know, like a hot glue gun has the two little legs that fold out. Oh, that would That's be epic, need, dude. dude. That would be epic. Dude, you could bend a paperclip and make that. Mm-hmm.
0: Get one of those jumbo paperclips. You need mm-hmm. to do that one day. Yeah. That would be do awesome. That and,
1: do that and stick a cord coming out the other put, end of it. Yes, put Nobody an extension
0: knows. cord, hot glue and extension cord coming out the end and then put a, oh man, that would be awesome that's a, that's a short and an instagram reel or photo or something right there for sure and then take it out on the range and shoot it like that like literally so
1: that, that means i have to actually shoot that thing
0: well this is true well you only got to shoot it once but i mean do the take it out and like i'm sure you've got a uh, you've got a dc power inverter right mm-hmm. so just don't plug it up obviously but literally plug the extension cord into the DC fire inverter and every the whole nine like, Oh, we're going to wait for it to warm up or something. And then uh, put around to it. That would be pretty neat. Um, Tony out there, he said, uh, I would mount my high point firearms collection, but it would pull my wall down. <laughs> he says, those three guns are heavy. Um, I was worried about it, Tony, with this being 24, cause that's about seven and a half foot total space. Because I crammed them closer together. That's what I don't understand. They had, the, they had these things spaced out, like the runners that they hang on. Um, I think there's, I can't remember if there's two sections or four sections of runners, but one of the two uh, that I didn't even use. I was able to cram them down and push them together that much. Like the, the bottom and the top brackets or holders are literally touching each other. And all the, everything fits fine that way. So why they had like three to a section, I don't know. But what Tony was saying out there, I was a little bit worried about the weight, having that much weight. Um, but I've got a two by six. So the base, I've got a two by six and it goes into good Lord. Seven and a half foot is what roughly on 16 centers, like five studs or something. Mm Um, it goes and so it's quarter inch lag bolts into five studs, and so like it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, and I did that. I was a little bit leery of just trying to, because I mean trying to hit stud, uh, with the way those sections are, you know, uh, I was a little bit worried. And they sent these jinky sheetrock wall anchors, and I'm like, there ain't no way that I'm gonna hang a firearm on the wall of a, a long gun, especially
1: using wall anchors like that ain't happening yeah not that many for sure not even using toggle bolts i'd want to hit some studs
0: oh this is true yeah 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 uh he had to that. he says you could make a wrist lanyard for it uh for a power cord that would be yeah, yeah.
1: you kind of need a wrist lanyard for that thing it'll get away from you you
0: need a lot you need a lot for that thing main thing you need is a really nice trash can to throw it in, I think. It's pretty nice. That's a classic. Uh,
1: <laughs> One of these days, that thing's going to be worth a lot of money because no one's going to have any clue what it ever was.
0: This is true. Yeah. We're like, what in the world? Because it looks goofy. Like, there's a lot of people, I'm sure, that still don't know what that is. Can you mm-hmm. imagine that having that front and center on some table in Tulsa that you were working? <laughs> we may need to arrange that. Everybody would,
1: Everybody would pick it up and look at it
0: we may need to arrange that you know mm-hmm. that could be arranged probably in uh in november mm-hmm. by the way if you're out there watching if you're out there listening and we're just be guessing uh that's what this pretty much this whole hour is going to be about but um i guess you're you're right there down the road so you're making the november show right
1: yeah i didn't go to april just because the next weekend we were going to indy so
0: I was so burnt out, man. I, w- I really was. I was burnt out, and I'll be honest. I was, by the way, before we get into this, uh, what I saying is uh every April, every November, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wanamaker, Tulsa Arms Show, largest gun show in the world. Uh, usually, there's quite a few of us that, that make that, uh, and it's a really good time. So, uh, do what you got to do. Get down there. Uh, check out a lot of cool stuff. Hang out. Uh, but, no. The Yeah, same way with me. I got I was kind of burnt out because I've been like every single time since like 2017 or whatever it was now. And on top of that, I got a bad taste in my mouth like last time with this whole security BS. And they've always been nice, mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as the media side of things and accommodating. And they just got to where from you know the first communication you know talking with them about going that round and and just that and getting there and the security being new and it was just i'm like you know what i'm done like no like no and and i just so i didn't go and you're right the fact that the following weekend or whatever it was was uh in ram in indianapolis that made the decision easy of course mm-hmm. um But in November, I'm not doing, I've had several people that's hit me up uh, that are newer channels. Yes, you can contact them and you can go as media. Uh, And if you're a newer channel and if you're just starting out, it's a great place to, you know, make some first contacts and kind of learn the ropes and get used to dealing with the public and setting up cameras and audio and dealing with people. Uh, But I'm like, you know what? If you want to do that, like you're on your own. Like I'm not. I'm not ramrodding that. I like, I'm done. I'm done. Like from here out, if I go, I'm going to go and just hang out. Look at all the cool stuff. Yeah. Walk around. You know, it's
1: more fun. That way. I mean, there's, there's some benefits as going to media, you know, and then there's some others, but it's really, well, the biggest benefit, the biggest
0: benefit is just being able to smoke. Mm-hmm.
1: Going through the door yeah. without having to go all the way around.
0: But, uh, as many times as we've been, we may or may not know several vendors to be able to make that happen either way. So, <laughs> so it's like, that shouldn't, shouldn't be a problem. Uh, yeah. Calaveras out there says, uh, Tulsa is worth the drive and he's what Northern California or whatever. So, uh, there you go, folks. If Calaveras can make it down that way, anybody can make it that way. So, yeah, Defense Dad. He just, just just log off, bro. He said, I've got no desire to go to Tulsa. I should. I worked so many trade shows in my career. It's ruined that type of thing. Yeah, Tulsa's
1: him. not a trade show, though. So
0: if you've never been to Tulsa, then don't trash Tulsa because it's the largest freaking gun show on the planet. Uh, it's unlike, I guarantee it's unlike anything else you've been to. Uh, that, in, that includes SHOT Show, NRA. It's completely different than all that. And if you go. It will ruin you on any gun show you ever go to after that. I, that's my opinion. What do you think, Snop?
1: Nah? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. yeah. Yeah. Better take some cash.
0: I um, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I can remember the first time I went and then come back, um, and the show here. And I mean, I don't remember what size the town is, but it's not a small show. It's in like two two convention centers they're side by side things but um and it takes up all of that that show does but i would say it's about a quarter (laughs) the size of tulsa and like you walk into that and it's just like after you have a few months prior you'd been to tulsa and you're like oh my god this is this pitiful it's pathetic uh that being said there can still be a lot of good finds at the smaller shows uh one of the best shows i ever been to was there, there couldn't have been a hundred tables at that gun show. <laughs> it was at a, it was at a national guard or an old national guard army building. And, um, it's like, I heard it on the radio or I heard it somewhere. It's like, yeah, let's go down there. And I think that's the most, not the most expensive, right. Or anything, but that's the most stuff, right. That's like the most deals I found. So I bought the most stuff. Um, at that show than i have any others like the no, prices they used were have, right
1: they used to have those little shows around here like claremore and that's where whenever you said the armory that kicked kicked into my head that's where they used to have it in claremore a lot of times they'd have one there at it and i mean it was a little bitty building you know really and it was you know a couple gun stores and then just some people in there but it was a good show as far as just a little bitty thing but i don't guess that even happens anymore yeah, there's more people, more people carrying stuff around selling than there was, you know, table wise.
0: Yeah, well, I think most of the smaller shows, um, you know, first of all, I mean, they've got there's two things when you got talking about a promoter, right? Like they've got they're going to sell the tables, and a lot of times they sell the tables, and that just covers the venue, right? The like their logistics. The promoter makes their money off the door, and so the question is if you've got a small show like that and you've only got 100 tables, let's say, you know, um how much traffic are you going to get through the door? Is it even mm-hmm. worth your time? Uh the beauty of that is I think you get a lot more personal collections and things like that uh rather than like large dealers and stuff like that because that's what annoys me. Uh when we were working gun shows back in the day, we were working uh, sometimes we would work two different gun shows a weekend. Uh, I had other people that uh, I'd, I'd farm I'd farm out to, and uh, we would split up the inventory, and they would go to one, and, and I would go to another. And one of the things that, that always aggravated me is you get a break, and you'd kind of swap out and walk, get to walk around and stuff like that, and there'd be dealers there that you know, right? Like you've been to their gun shop or their pawn shop or whatever it is, and you walk by their table, and it's the same exact firearm that was on their shelf Thursday or whatever it was for. You pick a number pick a number mm-hmm. 300, three three hundred bucks, right? But at the gun show, it's four hundred. <laughs> and you're like, crap. And, it, and it, it's nothing special. It's like the the ones and Tulsa's is one of those. It's like there's a few sections that if you go, just pro tip for Tulsa, there's a few like sections of like literally dozens of tables. You can just skip. Um, well, the problem with Tulsa it's, is, it's brand new stuff. That's all it is is brand new stuff. And it's
1: brand new stuff prices. Well, one of the problems with I find with Tulsa is you'll be walking along and you'll see all that and kind of not even paying attention. And then there's one guy somehow managed to get one little table in there. That's got a oh. private collection of the coolest stuff. And you just totally miss it, you know, if you're not
0: lucky. Because it's buried in between there, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Well that's one that's of the a, cool one of things. The with that thing.
0: Yeah. That's one of the cool things with uh you know, with Defense Dad up there, and he says, uh he was says, Yeah, I'm not trashing it. He says I just get peopled out. I get it. So I wish you still liked that sort of thing. Uh but that's one thing about going is um with um with those you know when you're looking for certain things that's one of the cool things about going and and knowing other people that are going and are there and are walking around and snob knows that because i what was that it was a bb mm-hmm. gun one time wasn't
1: it, no, right, I've seen, it was right, I 22, the daisy the daisy 22. the daisy
0: 22 is what it was yeah um but you know kind of make sure that everybody knows what everybody's kind of looking for and then everybody can kind of keep track and and if they see it, go, hey, I found so and so over there in that corner or on this aisle or whatever, let that person know. And I don't know, that can kind of help with that a little bit.
1: Yeah, Gizzard did that for me too. You know, I thought, I think it's crazy whenever he texted me and told me because I thought, there's no way he just found this. I didn't think there was, I said, I said, you know, I'm looking for a 1076, Smith Wesson 1076 under $1,000. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I had no intention on buying one because I didn't think it was going to happen gives a text me and says, hey, I just found one for 900 I thought, you don't even know what you're looking at. Anyway, so I call him. He's like, yeah, it's a 1076. So I made it from the lower corner to the opposite corner upstairs in like two minutes to go find it. And sure enough, it was. Right.
0: right. And by the way, that's a long walk. <laughs> yeah. A long walk. Especially a long walk with traffic and people
1: around. People standing everywhere. Nobody moving.
0: But that's one good thing that, that I say that, that Tulsa uh, – how do you th- how do you think Tulsa helped you with the content creation side of things you oh, think that was just, a benefit
1: yeah it's a, a, it's a good place to learn
0: yeah and I, I think mean, to so to be too.
1: honest it's for the best place to screw up too
0: oh yeah to screw up yeah cuz it doesn't matter it, yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep, yep. at the end of the day yeah but you get especially for NRA right like i know that shot show and snobs got a, an opinion on shot show you kind of lit a fire under Christmas 740 this year for SHOT Show because you kind of podunked around and mm-hmm. and waited, and you wished you hadn't. But, um, you know, I get SHOT Show. I get a whole week in Vegas, and I get all that. But especially if you're thinking about going and working some media as a creator and doing some things at, uh, at NRAM, I think Tulsa's a really good practice ground for round with yeah. dealing with the It'll public. It teaches you to you know. deal with the idiots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, without a doubt, um Chicago Mike out there he says, "What's the pizza like in Tulsa?" I couldn't tell you, but Bob can. <laughs>
1: yeah. We have a really good Chicago style pizza place in Tulsa,
0: right, right um yeah, that was just down the road from the house we we rented one time matter of fact wasn't it just like walking distance, uh, literally
1: no this was the one we go the, the Chicago pizza place is the one down there it's right by oh, the okay. right oh by okay
0: the okay okay yeah I forget Genghis. the last couple times we went we haven't even went to Genghis which sucks um Calaveras out there he says has Tulsa gotten a decent Mexican food place snob's gonna tell you yes but snob you of the to go
1: to I've never taken you to one. The one, the one we ate at in Claremore is not my fault. I said I don't know. It used to be good ten years ago. Turns out well, it
0: wasn't. The, I will concede. I will concede. I will concede it's not your fault, but I'm still going to blame you. <laughs>
1: you know, I knew I'd
0: you know, never hear the end of it. Calveras asking, "Do we still rent a house?" No, we haven't since that time. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. And Snob went home. He didn't stay in that house. But I'll be honest with you, it was too many people in the house. Like I don't think yeah, I'll you ever, guys had a
1: crowd that night.
0: I don't think I'll ever do that situation again. That's entirely too many people. Um in order to go somewhere and get a house, um you gotta be you got and you gotta be really careful of the combination of people I think you put in the house you, too. You kinda
1: learned that recently.
0: <laughs> like we can all get along and we can be friends and we're great at being colleagues and helping a, each other out, but You know, when you're on a show floor all day and then you've got to go back to that same area and B&B or hotel or whatever it might be, and then you're hanging out with those same people, you know, they may not have their, their, their work ethic and everything may be very similar to yours. And you can get along in that, in that facet, but then their attitude and their downtime and playtime may be something totally different than yours. Right. Um, i mean just think about it i mean there's people that like to go out and drink right tj (laughs) (laughs) you know there's people that don't and i'm not saying anything anything's bad one way or the other i'm just saying people have their own little thing um you know i smoke it's a pipe but still i smoke like some people don't like the oh you know y'all are hanging out outside all the time and i don't want to hang out outside and stand around or sit on a tailgate i want to you know lay down on the couch or whatever it might be or sit in a chair and be able to talk and it's like you know hey it is what it is
1: yeah except Uh, for in this house we stayed at Indy, you didn't want to hang out outside in your neighborhood
0: um we didn't have any problem there dude Obviously, talking (laughs) about yours mine oh ours was pretty ours was pretty shady uh we had a silence of the lambs basement first of all and that kind of that kind of worried us a little bit uh we didn't even realize there was a basement when we first got there uh and it was creepy as all get out when we did uh and then like people jumping the curb in front of the house and people halfway drag racing and windows would like slam shut on their own in the middle of the night and hmm. um and oh my god it was an old house And I swear there was no like if you lived in that house and you had teenagers like there's no way those teenagers are not sneaking in and out of the house without waking you up. Like, you know what I mean? Like the slightest little movement and like you could hear a a creak in the floor in the top back bedroom, the top floor back bedroom. You can hear somebody the creak in the floor down in the kitchen on the opposite (laughs) side of the house or something i mean it's insane and then when you and then the way the pipes are run of course you're a contractor you probably understand it a little better but the way all the pipes and stuff were run up to the second floor bathroom like if somebody was taking a shower on the on the second floor like you could hear the water and just rushing and stuff in the walls downstairs it was insane it's like oh my god that's great uh yeah, Chicago out there. Chicago Mike, he says better standard Airbnb than a hotel out in Vegas Strip. uh Some of them are going downhill. Um, uh, it it depends. You can find some some decent deals, but I will say this. Um, it got and and tell me what you think, Snob. We we've actually already booked. Got ours booked. Uh, the Ghost and I. It. Uh, for shot show. So we're already taken care of at this point. And <laughs> registration ain't till next month or whatever. Um. But pre-COVID, prices were pretty darn good in Vegas. Like, uh, we were staying for, like, in a hotel that was an older hotel, but a decent hotel. Great security, decent lighting in the parking lot to be able to hang out with folks and whatever. Fairly laid back folks uh, there for, like, $25 a night. Uh, or something like that it was like by the time you paid the resort fee of the taxes you know 30 35 bucks 32 35 bucks a night something like that um covid hit and i don't care if it's an airbnb i don't care what it is like the prices are exponentially more expensive um every year and i don't know if you guys do this snob but we do like every every year we'll get an airbnb and then the next year, we will look for the same Airbnb a lot of times.
1: Well, that's the Airbnb we got this year. It was the same one we had last year. Because well, it was.
0: we've never found an Airbnb we got the previous year that was anywhere close to the same
1: price. I don't remember what the price difference is. I don't even remember what it cost this year. I just know yeah. You know, Gary ended up reserving it, and I just know I sent him some money for the down payment, but I don't even know what it was. I didn't think yeah. he even asked, but I said, "Yeah, yeah. Because we were... Well, we were real close to the strip last year and the year before, you know, we were over by you and it was a long way to the yeah. show the year before.
0: That was, that was a pretty cool. I mean, uh, you know, having a roommate sucked, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> that balcony over there was banging mm. though, like being able to hang out on that balcony and you could see the strip. We were kind of up on the hill outside of Vegas and you had a beautiful view of the strip and the sunrise in the morning was amazing. Uh, it was it was pretty cool, but you're right. It was it was a long way out. We're a lot closer this year too. We're literally uh where are we, we at? We're on um uh, hey, what is that? Eastern? I think we're on eastern. We're like right just right there a little bit north, I think, of the airport. So mm-hmm. uh sort of between the airport and uh and sands. Or is it sands? Yeah. yeah. Sands Avenue. We road. are,
1: we are like two miles west of the strip. Okay. And just even with there. So we were like, yeah, this is great. Cause it was so, yeah, that's ended. not bad. Everything was around and it was close.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It's not, that's not bad. But yeah, we looked at the one we got last year and it was twice the price. I'm like, huh. okay, we're going to have to find something else. Like, I, you know, we liked that place. That place was, it was decent. But like, nope. Ain't doing it. I mean I could understand it going up a little bit, but that's what I'm saying for, for uh Chicago Mike and the other ones out there that, that was listening to this or thinking about this. Uh that's one of the reasons you book as early as you can, quite honestly. Now the companies they'll book like before they even leave Vegas for the current year, they'll go ahead and book a lot of times or the next year. Uh and if they're not, they're usually doing it within a few weeks or something like that. Um uh, and and that's one of the things I think with Vegas, too, is like they know between the concrete show, the adult industry show, shot show and all the other shows that have even the consumer electronics is like within a week or so with all the things that are going on. in at that time in January, um, I think people know they kind of got you by the yin yang. You know yeah. I mean? Like like they can they can they can charge that and. What are people going to do? If everybody ups their price, what are you going to do? You know,
1: well, we were on vacation a couple of years ago, you know, in mid July, or no, it was late June, I guess. We'd been up to Yellowstone and stuff, and we were coming back and trying to decide where we were going to go, whether we were going to go to like Moab area or go down through Vegas. And we were looking at Vegas, and everything in Vegas in the summer is dirt cheap. But then you go in, you know, January, and it's ridiculous. Of course, nobody wants to go to Vegas in the summer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess Mike it just kind
1: expensive in general.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know. It may have been kind of recouping, maybe. trying to recoup. I mean, they got hurt so bad with the lockdowns. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so maybe they're, down. maybe they're trying to make some of that back now. Like I don't know. Uh, yeah, Chicago Mike out there. He says, uh, but if you're traveling by yourself, that's a different story. Um, yeah, I agree. If I traveling by myself or whatever i you know i've stayed in some ratty shady places and i i don't i don't care i'll sleep on top of the covers in my clothes and i'll throw a moving blanket or something over the bed to lay down on if that's what i got to do like i don't i don't care uh, but i will say that that it's not just a matter of economics and i'll let snob chime in on this because he stays with uh a lot of time he stays with uh obnoxious and sergeant and gizzard of course Um, but it's not just a matter of splitting the cost. That's always a perk, obviously. Um, but there's something about the having folks there, like your, your support team, right. To be Mm -hmm. able to debrief, to be able to talk about things, to be able to bounce ideas off one another, strategize, because inevitably what's going to happen. If you're gonna walk into shot show, you're gonna have a plan, like or you should have a plan. Uh but you're gonna walk into shot show with that plan and within what snob the first half of the first day. Yeah. Like yeah. That, <laughs> plan, that plan is sh- plan
1: that went up in smoke.
0: That plan is shot. I mean I mean don't get me wrong, there are parts and pieces of that plan that you can move around and still make a lot of it work. But adhering to that plan, it's gone. So you know having some folks around you to help you kind of navigate that and and, and figure out you know, what you need to be doing, uh really, uh really an important thing. Uh but yeah, speaking of shot show, I mean you yeah, like I said, we should you should be getting your uh, uh getting your travel accommodations and your other things squared away within the next and I can say that now that we already have uh we're covered so uh ain't gonna hurt us but um yeah within the next month or so I would think because is probably gonna open uh, you know, mid October or so usually, uh, is when it is when it kicks off. So, yep,
1: yeah, I agree. Defense yeah. daddy he says about finding a place with a kitchenette—that's one thing I like about the Airbnbs—is just because, like, I I have to eat breakfast every morning. I'm just the kind of person that does, and I can't just eat sweets for breakfast like we give you at shop show. And yeah. it gets old buying a you know a breakfast biscuit, having to go buy McDonald's or something, bro. We just go to Walmart and get a few groceries and snacks, and I get frozen breakfast biscuits or something to have something to eat before
0: the show. So, Cheerios are not sweet. Just saying, Snob. Just saying. But, of course, course I bogart all the Cheerios. So, unless you get there for me, you ain't getting Cheerios. Mm -hmm. You know, just saying. Because I'll eat about four boxes of them before I hit the floor, and I'll put about another six in my backpack before I leave. So, you know, because that's a great snack. Um, but no, yeah, you definitely, it, it is nice to have a kitchen for like shot show. I mean, we did with the Airbnb and the Indy what, in 19, I guess it was. You brought the Yeah, we did the, the beef. Where's the beef? I had it. Uh, And uh, we had a cookout, man. It had a grill in the backyard and we had a cookout. And the live stream's on somebody's channel somewhere. I'm ghost. not sure whose. Is it? It goes. Um, and oh my God, we just set up a a camera in a room and all the various people that were where would go in there and talk with the folks in the live chat and all that. It was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, and then we had, uh, burgers and dogs and and that sort of thing. Uh, and it was pretty cool. Um, this last time, or we try to make a point of it, uh, with shot show because you're there long enough, you know, you're there all week, uh, that we eat in at least one night. So this last time we did steak and taters and rolls and that type of thing, you know, Walmart was kind of just around the corner. And so, um, we hopped around there and got, you know, got a bunch of stuff and we just kind of went back to the house and, and cooked. Um, one of the things about shows and that's as you, as you kind of meet companies and become friends with some and stuff like that, um, Heck, you get invited. You get to, mm-hmm. you get to go to you get to go to parties that a lot of times have food and you know, that sort of thing. Uh speaking of that, trigger con, man, like it's we're it's what weak. pretty much a week. Uh um, week I'll from the day I'll be
1: leaving.
0: Yeah, I will I will leave at about probably five o'clock next Thursday morning, probably. Um but there's a media thing Saturday. Have
1: you given any thought about going to that? i saw it i don't know i guess we probably should i don't know i don't know what it's going to be i don't want it to be never mind i ain't gonna say that on your show but you know what i was thinking i don't want it to be that kind of deal but
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: it has to do with a circle what yeah you know. it has to do with a circle i don't want it to be that it's a, <laughs> it's it's a we
0: could we could use some uh we can use some thor ragnarok language and go it's a freaky circle even <laughs> you know uh if you uh if you get that uh yeah, if you get that anyway. uh, It's a freaky circle. That's a safe way to say it. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be, there's supposed to be food. And, you know, it's like, my theory with that is I dismissed it at first. And I was talking with Ghost. And he's like, yeah, well, Ghost, they put him on all the promos. He's mm-hmm. special for some reason.
1: And there. so,
0: and uh, I'm like, I don't understand why they got Ghost up there. If they don't got Snob up there, I can understand why they don't have me up there. But mm-hmm. it's like, come on. But anyway, uh, he's like, yeah, and, and I guess they reached out to him. He's supposed to have him on the podcast, I think, Tuesday. Um, but he kinda, they kind of boxed him in, I think, with going a little bit. And uh, But if enough of us go, we could kind of hang out in our own corner or something, if that's what mm-hmm. we need to do, you know, kind of do our own thing. Because um, honestly, looking through that list of media that they're like frothing over, with all the publicity, I don't know most of those folks. Like, I mean, I know who they are, and i like, mm-hmm. I've talked with them briefly and stuff like that, but like, I don't know who I don't know them. So, um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm kind of
1: <laughs> shocked at how many people they show coming up coming as media this year because last year there was hardly anybody. I mean, I was one of the people. I,
0: <laughs> I think they, I think they recorded media more this year if that makes sense i really last
1: year you know last year they didn't even have that was one thing that kind of i think it'll be a lot better this year because Mm -hmm. the show itself was good last year it was not a three-day show by any means it was a five-hour show you could see everything right but they also didn't have any way to buy drinks or anything like that there was nowhere to you know get anything it was just kind of you know i had a bottle of water luckily right
0: yeah, uh, you know what? We are uh, we're closing in on the top of the hour, so let's jump over here and let's uh, let's have a uh, little fun here with a uh, segment we like to call "On the Spot." That's brought to uh, brought to you by our good friends over at Anderson Manufacturing. And before we uh, put Snob on the spot here, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about Anderson. So uh, if you don't know who Anderson is, poverty pony right i mean come on um then i don't know what to tell you but uh, uh yeah they've got the uh, kiger i should be getting a kiger um literally any day now i'm waiting on it to get here uh it will actually be my second uh optics ready handgun look at you
1: um, look at you it's not to be a
0: I can't talk about my first optics ready handgun, although it might be hanging on the wall behind me. I'm just saying. Um, But I can't talk about it. Uh, But uh, that Kiger will be my second. So really looking forward to that. I don't own a a Glock 19. And of course, a Glock 19 is a copy basically of the Kager. We all know that. Glock copied Anderson Manufacturing. But, um, no, not really. But we're gonna say that anyway. It sounds good, um, but uh, so I'm really looking forward to it because I, I've I've never it's one I've never owned. I've just never found the right deal at the right time on a G19. So uh, it's gonna be interesting to play around with that. Uh, I've got hanging on the wall actually behind me. You're not know, be able to see it. Where is it? I'm not touching it, YouTube, but there it is. The AM9 uh, right back over there. Um, and uh, I'm telling you that I love that little nine millimeter carbine. It is freaking amazing uh and then uh their both actions are coming out soon so that's going really cool to be what yeah and i was really tickled man i talked to kyle uh of course they at first they said 308 and they're like oh we'll add 65 creed and then the i was talking i was had. yeah right a 243 man and yeah. then they uh and then they were i was talking to him one day he says oh snap he's like i was gonna tell you and i'm like what's that and he said uh we're adding 300 Win mag. And I'm Ooh. like, oh baby. Oh baby. Uh yeah, Calaveras out there says, hashtag PonyExpress 2024. Exactly. exactly. If you run into um, if you run into Anderson and their social medias, they'll know what it means. Hashtag Pony Express 2024. Let them know. Uh but yeah, looking forward to those both actions as well. So Snob, we're gonna uh we're gonna put you on the spot here, buddy.
1: So uh here we go. What was your first firearm? My first farm would be the little Daisy 22 that I just bought a copy it, of. It was. It was. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We already covered that. Shot, nope action.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what's your first vehicle? My first vehicle was a 1993 Chevy 1500 long bed. Oh, the
0: long bed. Yeah. That's a good one for the drive in, man. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to the drive in in that? No,
1: not that. <laughs> I was too poor when I was 16 to go to Tulsa to the too, drive-in. <laughs>
0: too busy, too busy bouncing around the pastures, which you were doing. that mm-hmm. also haul a lot of hay, right? A lot of yeah, feed. Yeah. <laughs> all, right.
1: Uh,
0: all right, so uh, favorite actor or actress?
1: Actor or actress?
0: Man,
1: that's a tough one. Uh, let's go... Let's just go cleaning
0: for today. That works, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be your favorite of all time. It can be your favorite at this moment or whatever the heck, yeah, whatever you want to do it. Uh favorite breakfast cereal.
1: Mm, I don't really eat much cereal, but I get frosted flakes.
0: Really? Now, what about frosted flakes with the Lucky Charm marshmallows in it? I hate those no, things.
1: okay. 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 okay.
0: That's fine. Uh
1: favorite,
0: right. Freeze dried marshmallows, man. Uh favorite
1: historical site. Favorite historical site. Hmm.
0: Is there one you haven't been to that you want to go to?
1: Um, yeah, I'd like to go to a bunch of the stuff up around dc and stuff i've never been up there but then yeah up there. i don't really yeah, know where D- would be dc
0: is a valid answer because there's a lot to see around mm-hmm. DC. there's so. a lot of
1: historical stuff in dc
0: just to say dc would be yeah would I mean, probably be good enough
1: to be honest probably the favorite thing i've been to or enjoyed the most was truthfully dallas downtown dallas the whole community oh. area that you know Dealey plaza area
0: oh yeah 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 uh Favorite band or musician?
1: Favorite band or musician? We'll go right now. We'll go with someone who's been in the news a lot lately. Oh, uh, Oklahoma, my neighbor, Zach Bryant. We'll go with him today. Oh,
0: there you go. For there the moment. Go. There you go. Uh, favorite cartridge? 270.
1: Yeah, I could say 270, <laughs> but just to, just to see if he's out there, I'm going to say 9mm. You're
0: going to say that? Okay, okay. Nine millimeter, God, the worst cartridge. But okay, uh, and then uh, favorite founding father. Uh, I guess George Washington. He Yeah, he took the easy, he took the easy way out. Of Washington, God. Uh, so that was right? Washington, Jefferson, Adams,
1: Franklin. Adams, yeah. There we go.
0: Henry trying to think of some other ones uh but there was there was a bunch so um but that was on the spot and uh big thanks to uh anderson manufacturing of course uh got a couple of minutes before we shut this one down i'm gonna check the uh comments here one last time um Calvarez says, uh, mine was a 1965 Myers Manx, followed shortly by a 1970 VW Beetle. That totally sounds like California rides, doesn't it? Does it not? Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like on top. That sounds like stuff some California dude, dude, hang 10 dude, would, uh, would drive around. It really, really does. Huh. Interesting. Uh, yeah we got defense dad first vehicle in 1993 and i'm old <laughs> uh i'm trying to think it's just for me first the first vehicle kind of depends um 1979 i guess technically speaking but then old enough to actually legally drive it and something that was actually legally drivable uh would be more like a only an '82 or '83. I don't remember what model that little Honda was. So there you go. Good Lord, Chicago Mike. Defense Dad was talking about a '93 Chicago Mike. Says his first was a 2004 to F-150. That's sad because my truck is a 2006.
1: <laughs> well, my work truck is a 2004
0: F-150. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boss out there says a uh, '71 Maverick. Nice, very nice. Uh, I like that. A lot of Ford in the chat out there. Holy moly! Defense Dad says 64 Ford Galaxy. Nice. If you're out there listening to replay, uh, yeah, drop uh, drop some of those on the spot things in the uh, comments below. Especially some of those uh, vehicles uh, that can be kind of can be kind of cool. Uh, before we get out here, snobby poo. Uh, where can people find you, where can people follow you, where can people hassle you in the comments if they want to, where can people check out your life of a FUD video, and all that good stuff. Uh,
1: my YouTube is the Gun Snob, and my Instagram and Facebook are both, I think, are both the real Gun Snob. So, yeah,
0: I'll be on one of those. The real. He's trying to copy like Iraq Veteran and Hickok uh, and all that.
1: them. No, no, somebody just had the Gun Snob on Instagram, so all I can come up well, with. I've never
0: i I've never seen another gun snob, but it, it and it's and it's interesting because I've never seen one. I don't I don't say I I mean I believe you. But I've never run across anybody else on social media I don't, or channels I don't think that they do with it, gun so snob. It. Yeah, I don't see anybody that, that uses that, but you would think they would. You would think it would not be that unique of a well, that's like I website. do anyway.
1: You know, the dot com Gunsnob.com. It's owned by some, I don't know, print-on-demand kind of thing. It just redirects you to another site.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You should buy that. They'd probably sell it to you for like ten yeah, grand.
1: Ten thousand dollars, exactly. What drop they want. some of that. Drop some of that. That was sweet, what they wanted. Sweet. That was what they wanted five years ago when I sent them a message. Yeah.
0: Right. Drop some of that sweet, sweet yeah, Amazon, yeah, money. Yeah. Amazon money. Amazon money yeah. on it, man. Yeah. You are good? You're all good. <laughs> so thanks for, uh, man. Thanks for hopping in, hanging out for a little yeah, while. Always, always fun, dude. Uh, for everybody else that is out there, for those that uh, were live and, and hung out and participated and, and chatted, we appreciate you. Uh, once again, proud to be a member of the Fires Radio Network, so be sure you hop over check them out. Uh, also, uh, make yourself familiar with Monstrum Tactical. Make yourself familiar with Anderson Manufacturing. And most importantly, uh, whether it's on their social medias, you're checking out their stuff, you're sending them an email to ask questions, uh, tell them thank you for supporting the stuff that we do here on the channel. Uh, And uh, yeah, for those that are Patreon patrons, YouTube channel members, thank you to uh, those folks as well. Remember, if you're in replay, you always participate down below. I'm jumping over here. I'm trying to find uh, the things that I need. Uh, I don't think there's anything on the docket on the schedule as far as the podcast for next week because I'm going to be trying to crank out some normal videos. No promises, but I'm going to try. Uh, and uh, then we've got TriggerCon, but there will definitely be videos coming out of TriggerCon. And then hopefully from there, moving forward, the normal content can continue. That's the hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, so be looking for that. Uh, now, the week following TriggerCon, I'm trying to think. I think we got uh, Lock Grips going to be in the house, and somebody you guys may not be familiar with. So go ahead and take this next week or so, get familiar with him because. It's pretty cool. Uh, No-handed shooter. No-handed shooter. Uh, That'll be our guest uh, once we uh, get back from TriggerCon. So it's going to do it for this one. And uh, for everybody that's out there live or listening on a Thursday or a Friday, uh, have a safe weekend. And until next time, don't forget to chain fire freedom. We appreciate the Patreon patrons and YouTube channel members who keep these podcasts going. If you're looking for cool stickers, patches, and other gear, be sure to check out Clovertac.com. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Clovertac Podcast.